What happens when your dream expat job turns sour and you're no longer happy, let alone fulfilled and rewarded? This time in the podcast, an interview with an expert on turning career crisis into career celebration. I've seen uh, clients reinvent themselves in highly challenging uh, fields and at the same time increase their earnings. Find out about the concrete steps you can take to get your dream job. The first thing really is to redefine your vision. It's uh, the one thing that we neglect uh, on a daily basis because we're so busy, but it's really uh, going to be your foundation. I'm Andy Clark and this is the Here in Holland podcast. So, who is this career guru? My name is Ona Suissi and uh, I'm the founder of Career on Purpose. Uh, which is specialized in uh, executive coaching for internationals. My background is in uh, global HR development and consulting. I've worked in that for the past two decades. And uh, uh, my role is to support uh, international executives, managers, high-level specialists uh, in their career development. If somebody finds themselves in, in a full-blown career crisis, then what can they do to get out of it? The first thing really is to redefine your vision. It's uh, the one thing that we neglect uh, on a daily basis because we're so busy, but it's really uh, going to be your foundation. The next thing that is even more neglected is uh, doing your due diligence, really validating your idea by speaking with people who are already in the field, either in the kind of organization that you're interested in or in the kind of role that you're contemplating. This is not only going to uh, validate or invalidate some of the ideas, it's also going to expand your network in the process and expand your thinking. They are going to explode the limitations that you may put on yourself. The uh, third thing when you have defined your direction is really to get into not directly doing, but uh, planning. This is going to help you be more effective for the rest of the journey. We're really talking about uh, career acceleration or career uh, change. In both cases, it's not about directly applying to the various jobs that uh, you think could be interesting. It's really about defining which organizations are most interest to you, how you are going to reach out to them, define a clear sequence that uh, you will follow systematically so as to be very effective. And also, uh, this is a repeatable process. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. And it will help you tap into the shadow market. The shadow market? What's that? Uh, It's really the word to describe all those jobs which are not publicly advertised, but which still need to be filled. And this is in reality the majority of the jobs that need to be filled. Okay. I've heard that before. Is that true then, that the majority of jobs are not actually advertised? I'm not into statistics, but having worked in HR for a while, yes, that is true. Okay. And why is that then? That's just because, yeah, why is that? Well, especially in the executive level, people want to trust and uh, you don't follow the usual path for the hiring. If you speak with headhunters, for example, it's very clear that it's not just by advertising on Monster Board or any kind of job boards that you will find the people that you want. So 
if you neglect this kind of process, which is actually the one that uh, lends you the best jobs, you are severely limiting yourself. So career crisis, first off, define your vision, find out who you are and what you really want to do. Test that. That's the second step. Test that in reality. Is this realistic? And then start planning, seeing if you, how you're going to do this, how you're going to make an action plan. That's the kind of, in a nutshell, the advice. If you're in a career crisis, this is how you should get out of it. Indeed. And when you have that, you have a great basis which helps you to stand out because you are able, through an intimate knowledge of uh, uh, the kind of people you want to work with and the kind of challenges that they have, you are really able to stand out through a different kind of message, not just the standard CV advice that, uh, hey, you have to follow a certain structure. And it's not just about projecting what you've done in the past, but showing it under a light that is relevant to the people that you want to work with. That's what you're able to do from having done your due diligence and proper planning. So finding your passion and then making that happen. Indeed, uh, through not just the dream, but being very pragmatic about how you present yourself. Is it wishful thinking, though, to an extent? I mean, the bills have to be paid. Uh, you know, there are all those pressures that people have. And we all have some fr frustrations in our job. So is this a bit of wishful thinking that you can totally reinvent yourself? This is probably, again, one of those uh, common limiting beliefs. I've seen... Uh, clients reinvent themselves in highly challenging fields and at the same time increase their earnings. So, of course, this is not something that you can improvise, but this can happen. And, and, and can you have you got an example of somebody you've helped who's been in that situation? Sure. A client we've just finished the work with, she is a plant scientist and highly educated education in the States, working more recently in the Netherlands in the private sector and uncertain about what her next step should be. In her situation, you could think that because she's having such an expertise being a scientist, it can be extremely difficult to make a change. But in reality, through following a clearly defined process and being able to reach out to and reactivate and expand her network, she managed to get a job in a highly regarded UN organization at the top of her field in the kind of role that she had defined for herself. So it's a consulting role. It's definitely a stepping stone in the right direction. She's very happy about it. And she did it in a, a fairly short period of time which was within six months why do you think that so many professionals including expats become so dissatisfied with with their work what i have noticed is that uh, people understand the uh, rules of the games of the companies meaning that uh, especially in the private sector you are expected to follow a, a certain track and With uh, smart professionals, uh, it's uh, easy to be versatile and play, let's say, the good student for the first part of your career. And you don't ask yourself too many questions because you're progressing, it's challenging, uh, you get the rewards. But at a certain point, it proves not to be uh, enough any longer. 
So people become frustrated, even the most highly educated and people who have what look like fantastic jobs still become frustrated and want to think, yeah, well, I need to change. And Okay, so um, is, is that particularly difficult for, for expats? Uh, that's especially challenging for expats in the sense that they are um, they have even higher expectations on them than uh, let's say uh, usual executives with the extra challenge of uh, being in a culture different from theirs they are supposed to bring the know-how the knowledge uh, very quickly hit the ground running and on top of that, with the family having to adjust, which is not always as easy as it seems. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. My guest for this edition is Ona Suisi, an expert on helping people get the careers they want instead of treading water in jobs which are no longer fulfilling. More from her in a minute, but just a reminder to let friends and family know about the Here in Holland podcast. Please spread the word and help the podcast keep growing. There's no big organisation backing the podcast, it's just me and you, dear listener. So, all help getting the message out is gratefully received. And I'd love to hear from you too. Please get in touch via the website, hereinholland.com. There's a Facebook page, just search Here in Holland, surprisingly. And you can even send me a good old-fashioned email, hereinholland at gmail.com. OK, back to the interview. So what are some of the dangers of becoming frustrated with your work? How? Yeah, What are some of the dangers there? A very common thing, especially among uh, the executives, is pouring through. It's easy to think that you have to uh, carry everything on your shoulders and this is not always the best answer. In that case what is happening is that you're slowly burning out and even if you avoid the total burnout it's certain lack of self-care which you will have to pay somewhere else. So this is what can happen when you start to get frustrated. You maybe try and take everything on yourself because you want to, things to go your way. And But how can that then manifest itself, the dangers of becoming frustrated? How does it manifest itself maybe physically or personally for people? Well, some people even have some physical manifestations with a lack of sleep, anxiety level, which turns into panic attacks. These are things which... No one wants to share, but this does happen. What you're talking about is, is career crisis. People get into a situation where their dream job is not what they thought, and then they're in a kind of crisis situation trying to find themselves. Um, yeah, is it a bit like a midlife crisis then, if we look at it that way? It has a lot of similarities with it. At the same time, it can take place much earlier than the midlife and also at the later stage. I've seen this happening at various stages really. Uh, the similarities are wanting to throw most of uh, what has been acquired with so much effort over the years uh, away and uh, of course this is not what works. How do you know what, what a career crisis is? I mean everybody has frustrations at work. It doesn't necessarily mean you're immediately having a career crisis. So when does it become a career crisis? I'd like to answer this question differently because in reality you should not wait for the crisis <laughs> to seek help. Mm -hmm. uh, the longer you wait, usually the more difficult it is to uh, get back on track. The more it has drained you, potentially uh, the more it has degenerated in the outside. So don't wait for the crisis to happen. 
even if you see the early signs and it lasts, it's not something that hey, you, you are stressed out for one week with a certain project. That's okay. That happens. That's life. But uh, if this is something that tends to last and uh, that keeps worrying you, then it's probably best to seek help. What should you what should you do then at that stage when you start to think okay these are early warning signs what what should people do because it's difficult to be aware yourself in that situation one of the things could be to ask feedback feedback to your peers because it could be that they also uh, sense the same things but they can also give you another kind of perspective which can open your eyes to your own behaviors and uh, what you may need to develop Another thing is really to be more precise with the reasons of your dissatisfaction. Because when it comes into huge frustration, again, you tend to want to throw away everything. But by playing with some more specific parameters, uh, whether it is the kind of projects you're involved in, whether this is a relationship with a certain stakeholder, when you know more specifically what makes you dissatisfied, it is also easier to take not a reactive decision, but really one that will serve you better. So you can zoom in and find the specific uh, pain point and really maybe eliminate that pain point or try and negotiate a solution on that particular point as opposed to a dramatic reaction of I'm leaving my job and, and that's the end of everything. Absolutely. This is really one of the pitfalls to avoid when you're in a crisis. What's your advice for somebody listening to this who feels that they are fed up with their career? What's the first thing they should do? Obviously take a step back um, and at the same time not lose oneself in the trap of self-reflection. It's easy to go to self-help books. There are tons of them, some excellent ones. And at the same time, what will make the difference is going out there, uh, reaching out to people who already do what you think you could be doing. And this is what will open your eyes to new possibilities. You get the advice on how you can get there. You'll hear about the shortcuts. Uh, you'll hear about potential alternatives. And this is really what's going to make the difference. Ona Suisi there from Career on Purpose. We were talking about how to spot signs whether your career is in crisis and what to do about it if it is. Check the show notes for links to Ona's organization. There's a link to her website, careeronpurpose.com. The site has templates for you to download to help you get your career reignited. And remember to get in touch with me and let me know what you think about here in Holland. It's the podcast in English about life with the Dutch, giving internationals the inside track on life in the Netherlands. Give me a shout on Facebook, just search Here in Holland. There's the site, hereinholland.com. Or you can drop me an email, hereinholland at gmail.com. Okay, from me, Andy Clark, as ever, thanks for listening, and until next time.